You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, two things. One, it's good to have a Rays win, finally. Seems like it's been about a year or so. Two, it's great to have Austin Meadows back. I, I am, I've been more ecstatic now than I have been, I guess, in about a week now. It's, it's, it was nice. It was nice to get the W, but yeah, having him at the top of that lineup kind of solidifies that that grouping much better. And <laughs> it didn't take him... Um, you know, two at bats did it uh, to to get things yeah. started. So no, it was really nice. He went the other way with a single, then a triple with an RBI. I mean, just a really good game. First game back for Meadows mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah, let me say this: that triple in about a week, that'll be a home run. He'll yeah. get his power and strength under him. He'll start mm-hmm. to be able to taste food again. Before you know it, those aren't going to be triples, buddy. Those are going to be dingers. Those are going <laughs> to be dingers, and I don't hate it. You were very close, you know. Okay, the first time around, he struck out. Okay, but during the game, he did have an extra base yes. hit. He got that triple. So you 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 were just a little bit outside. If you had just said in the first game back, he gets an extra base hit, you would have gotten 100% on mm-hmm. the test. And I think, you know, we had talked about how much pressure are we putting on Austin Meadows. We have to remember this guy is an all-star co-MVP last season, stepped up in big moments last year, Mm -hmm. just aching to get back. And it's a freaking 60-game season. Like, everything's been thrown for a loop. Just show up and have fun with it. And I think that's probably the mentality that he's taking. But I'm sure the team, for the team, the energy boost and the the positivity boost and everything, it'd be like having a glass now coming back on the pitching side of things. Just like, we got our, we've got our savior back pretty much at the top of the lineup, especially against a right-handed pitcher. So the Rays win five to one at Tropicana field against the hated Boston Red Sox. The Rays improved to five and six while the Red Sox fall to a wait for it. AL East worst three and eight. Again, I'll say it an AL East worst (laughs) three and eight. Um, Charlie Morton, you know, I, I don't think it was, he's had better stuff. He's had better outings, but he got the job done. He got the I job mean. done. 93 pitches, uh, one run on five hits, five and two thirds. He, he looked like a guy who's been in the league for more than a decade. And even though you're yanking some curveballs and the fastballs and up to 95 or 96, he, he worked a game against the Red Sox uh, against a team that's really reeling right now too. That w- that was his best outing of 2020. Yeah. I- I'm sorry. That has to be cause like as a complete effort, and and that is is still yeah, I don't care about the three and eight. I mean, I, I love that they're three and eight. That's still a really good lineup. 
So yes. he carved him up, and he only allowed one run, okay? And it, it, it was a home run against Moreland, who has given him fits in the past. I don't know if you remember, but last year when the Red Sox were at the Trop, and there was one mm-hmm. time, that one game, where Morton, you know, asked for the ball from Cash. Cash gave him that go-ahead, okay, face Moreland, boom, two-run home run, after Moreland had already homered from him previously so Moreland's been kind of a uh, a thorn on Morton's side so uh, Mitch Moreland so yes I think I thought it was a great outing overall almost 100 pitches too and six yep. innings which is you know for Ray standards that's pretty good mm-hmm. it really is and I'll tell you what yeah Mitch Moreland just I mean I'm just resigned to the fact that he's going to do well against the trop I don't know what it is uh, yeah. you know whatever he he's going to do well in the trop that's fine um I'll also tell you that charlie morton's battery mate did a solid job too behind the plate yeah, yeah he did your yeah, boy did. michael perez i don't think he let a uh, pass ball behind him constant nope. communication with morton always checking with the umpire oh was that a check swing he looked athletic back there and talk about a guy that's tough getting hit by that pitch staying in the game coming around first to score like that guy okay like, I, i'm starting to get on your side on the Michael Perez train, I know he's gonna—he's got a little bit of, I guess, a, an elbow contusion after getting hit by a pitch. But um, I would not be surprised—I would not be offended if Michael Perez gets some more reps this year, for sure. And, and again, we're looking at a guy who's had twelve plate appearances this this year, so mm-hmm. ha- less than half than than Zunino's. Uh, he he looked good going around the bases, yeah. didn't he? I mean, from first to, to home, I mean, not a lot of position players can do that. He's a catcher. Let's remember that. Yeah. I don't see Zunino doing that. Um, and, and another thing, I liked him behind the, the plate. Again, the Rays are 3-0 when, when, Zunino, when uh, Perez is back there. 3-0 and Yeah, when Perez is, is catching. So uh, the elbow contusion might be a thing, but uh, but hopefully not and that he can – you know, still get some reps up there because he looks good. He looks good on, yeah. at the plate. We don't know who he is really. I mean, there hasn't been enough at bats for Perez for any fan to say, "Well, I don't like Perez. I'd rather have Zunina up there." Well, how we have we? There's no sample size for Perez at all in yeah. all of his major league time. So uh, hopefully that that'll come. But he was not the only one that was a bright spot yesterday, Kevo. How about my boy? Joey Wendell. That's my boy. You're no, you're not no. taking credit for that. I've been I've been on the Joey Wendell train. Oh no, we're come gonna on. get so. I'll come. That, that's my boy. I've been Joey Wendell. I, I've, I have been a fierce D Rob, not Stan. Okay, I've been a Joey Wendell goat. Okay, I, I've been hearing you talk more about D Rob's negatives than Joey Wendell's positives. His Can I grits, say that? Is that his hustle, assessment? baby? That's all me, baby. Come on. Okay, we can, 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 can he be our boy? Yes. Really, okay. he should be every Rays fan's boy. The fact that he went three for four, and also, I mean, the, the, the one time he didn't get a hit, he hit it hard to straightaway center, and it was caught. Like, this guy is a throwback ball yeah. player. To, no batting gloves. I'm going to play mm-hmm. as hard as I can. He looked, good at, he looked good at short. He looked good. Yeah. Made pretty much every routine play. Um, you know what? I think... What do you think about this? Do you think the Rays should maybe, with as well as Wendell is doing right now, um, in as good of at-bats he's had this season against righties, put him in the leadoff spot, have Austin Meadows bat second, 
then Bilal bat third. I think Wendell batted sixth, which I understand you want to kind of set the table for the bottom part of the order instead of have like that lag of, all right, out, 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 strike out, whatever. Right. Um, but Joey Wendell, I think, would be a pretty good table starter of working in a bat, getting on base. We know he can take the extra bag. I don't know. I, I don't it know. It doesn't. He's a, he's a speedy guy, maybe by, by, by you know, it wouldn't be horrible. Uh, his MLB You get a runner stats. on base for Austin Meadows and maybe <clears throat> and or Brandon yeah. Lau. Instead hey, of putting look, at Austin Meadows at the top. If if you put Meadows at the top and he hits a homer and it's the beginning of the game, awesome, you're one yeah. oh. But maybe if he hits a solo home if he hits a homer in the first inning and there's somebody in front of him that can get on base, well that's two oh. So th- that that's something to be said about I think he gets on base at a reasonable pace. Uh, I mean twenty twenty stats are are, you know, sample size a little bit too small at three seventy nine. 332 in his all uh, in his career for Joey Wendell getting on base. So I mean I think he could be a decent yeah. option. I don't I don't know why to try. But also, are we going to be Red Sox about it like they did with Mookie Betts and change something that's working right now? That's true. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't change anything that's working. And let's be honest, I, I kind of like Meadows at the top, you know, because it's kind of like the your best hitter. Boom, at number one, it, it kind of gets daunting for, for, for the pitcher. And Joey Wendell, could we see a little bit more of him? Because right now the lineup is struggling. I don't think mm-hmm. you should sit down anybody that's hitting 357 right now. No, I agree. And we should remember, I don't think this is – look, Wendell's not going to bat 357 all year. But let's remember, 2018, he batted 300 in like mm-hmm. 550 plate appearances. 2019 – I don't care who you talk to. That was a fluke year. He had wrist injuries all year long, and he just couldn't get back to health. He he was not in his game. But you've got a healthy Joey Wendell, maybe the most underrated player on this team. Oh, yeah. That nobody – I mean, we haven't been talking much about Joey Wendell. Like, he is a really, really key piece that any winning team needs to have. So, yeah, I I absolutely think we can see more Joey Wendell, especially with as sure-handed as he's been – in the infield, especially yeah. at shortstop. I know there was kind of that weird chopper that he double pumped and it was late to G-Man Choi. But other than that, I mean, he made, what, five, six other, all right, ground ball to short, automatic, buddy. <laughs> and imagine who was running. It was Jackie Bradley Jr., yeah. one of the fastest outfielders right now in the game. So, no, I, I liked how he looked in the field. I liked how he looked at the box. And right now, the Rays could use a lot of uh, 357 averages right yeah. Yes, they could. All right, we'll go ahead and look at tonight's game. But first, if you're like me, you probably started thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries, so now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off right outside my door. 
Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKED on that's code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, Ulysses. So tonight, 6.40 p.m. start time, the Rays are going for a home sweep of the Boston Red Sox. Again, a two-game sweep uh, as the Rays have lefty Ryan Yarbrough on the mound matching up against lefty Martin Perez. I mean, on paper, this should be a W for the Rays, no? I think so. I mean, they're going with uh, the best pitcher that they have right, right now in Yarbrough. Yeah. He's been amazing. Perez has been struggling at Tropicana lately uh, for his career. So He's that's, been struggling uh, his entire good. career, I think, anywhere he goes, <laughs> no matter where he plays. He's, he's going to eat up innings, but he's going to give you a 5 ERA. That's Martin Perez. Really, though, and, and and so hopefully a lot of Rays, although you don't see a lot of gaudy numbers against Perez from the Rays lineup, which is a shame because you mm-hmm. would think that that's the case, but unfortunately not really. Um, but, you know, you never know. Uh, maybe Austin Meadows uh, is going to have a really nice game again back-to-back against the Red Sox. He likes seeing those red caps in yeah. front of him. wouldn't mind seeing that. By the way, Martin Perez, his nickname is and uh does he get the venezuelan bump by the way uh you know what he's been a little bit too um he's a red Sox inconsistent player, inconsistent so. and red Sox. that's that doesn't okay. do it for me all right his nickname is el de las matas what does that mean or translate to the one from las matas it's uh it's a town Oh, okay. I see. So he's probably like the one pro that came out of that town. Maybe, actually. Maybe. Uh, That's a good trivia question, actually. No, but yeah, 472 ERA for his career. Um, Just an inconsistent number four, number five starter, you know. Pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much all of the Red Sox starters this year outside of maybe (laughs) Nate Eovaldi. It's like we've got, all right, our number two starters are number five, our number three is a number five, and our bullpen's not that hot either. So, um, you know, I don't want to put a damper on the mood, but... In last night's game, I don't know if you noticed this. I don't know how you couldn't notice it. Uh, But KK, again, goes 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. I know it's early. I know he's batting 182. Um, Should we just be resigned to the fact that he's going to hit like a catcher? That he's just a platinum glove center fielder that's going to have modern-day catcher numbers? Yeah. Mendoza line-esque stuff. It's at best you're gonna get two thirty from KK and you're gonna think, wow, that's a really good year from him. He's just you know, I nobody that has had influence or that he has listened to has told him yet you're not a home run hitter. You're mm-hmm. I know you want to be. You are not a home run hitter. That's not in your wheelhouse. You you know what's in your wheelhouse? Speed. Use your speed. Learn how to bunt. Learn how to hit choppers. Learn how to do that. Uh, you know, I don't care if your exit velocity is 60 miles an hour. Okay. And and you still get on base that, that that's okay. Nobody has told them that it's okay to be on base and that it's, look, we all love three pointers. That's what's happening in the NBA. Now Mm -hmm. it's a different game. And just like uh, in baseball, it's just all about home runs. But 
there's a value in being the one guy that does X. Find your niche. That. Find, Find your, niche. your niche. Exactly. And I don't know why nobody that, that Kevin Kiermaier listens to has told him, you are not a home run hitter. Stop acting like it. Yeah, I guess that uh, new and improved swing that we heard so much about in the offseason, all for naught, pretty much. He looks like the same guy. Like, yep. He might even look worse, to be honest, quite frankly. Like, here, here's the thing. In that game last night, they are there is no better time or better opportunity to be a bunt artist. Okay, Kevin Kiermeyer, when he was at the plate, the Red Sox had three defenders on the right side of the field backed up deep because they know he's going to hit a hard ground ball to that side. Mm-hmm. Then on the left side of the field, you got chubby Raphael Devers. You're going <laughs> to, you're going to expect him to come up and make a play on a bunt. Moreover, like after, like, I don't think teams really want uh, pitchers coming off the mound, sprinting, trying to, trying to get a, a bunt laid down after Mike Soroka uh, right. tears his ACL. So it's probably you're forcing Christian Vasquez to make a play at that point. You're already a lefty with speed. It's right there. There's so much green in front of you. It's not, it shouldn't really be that hard. Like take 10 minutes every pregame and work on it. I I I mean, it's, it's infuriating. Uh, And again, he has been clutch. We will say that every time he's clutch and, and and repeat it when he's not clutch, that he has been clutch at least in the last two seasons. But for God's sakes, watching him pull off every pitch it just kills my soul, my baseball soul, every time a little bit. I'm just like, bro, just make mm-hmm. some contact. Yeah. Oh my god. And even off. every every time he just pulls off like he's just gonna he's Barry Bonds. You're not. Yeah. You're not. It, even before shifts became a thing, that would still be a ground out. It would still be yeah. right to the second baseman every <laughs> time. You'd be the worst second baseman in, in baseball. It's still right to you, right yep. to you to make that play. Um, one more thing quickly. So I don't know if MLB has decided if they're going to go to 28 man rosters or if they're going to keep them at 30. I know that there's been some scuttlebutt about, um, the players association. Hey, we need 30 man rosters with all the injuries and the COVID stuff and everything like that. Let's just keep it at 30 for the entirety of the 2020 season. Hey, they're, they're making rules and changes on the fly. This seems to be like a good progressive one that would help teams teams with depth and, and help help the league and players overall. But assuming there is a 20 man, 28 man roster and two raised players have to get the ax. Do you have any idea who you think it could or should be on this uh, I, roster I, right now? I don't know if I'm not going to go with should be, but I think it could be. It could be Kevon Smith. I agree. Because he's only had one plate appearance this year. Exactly. And as much as I've been saying, hey, use all three catchers if you can to take advantage of the platoons and everything like that, get Mike Zanino's 087 batting average out of the out lineup. Of They're not using them. They're not using nope. them. And once, once Perez is back healthy, I, I don't see them using much of Smith anyway. Of Kevon. So yeah. I think I, I agree with you. I think that's the first guy. The other guy is a little bit more. Here, here's what I think. Okay. I think it could either be it could be Margot's spot. So whether that's Margot or O'Grady, just that reserve outfield spot. Okay. Or it could be a right-handed reliever, a la Andrew Kittredge, somebody like that. I think, unfortunately, I think even though maybe it should be Kittredge, I think it, it's going to go to Thompson. 
because he's the rookie. Mm, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, his outing last night wasn't horrible. Um, it, kind of with bad luck, bad luck hits, really. A couple of them in the in, stayed in the infield, uh, sort of. So uh, it's a shame with Thompson if, if he gets the ax, because I think bef- before yesterday, did pretty yeah <laughs> the f- fine job. I mean, uh, one fifty array, and Nick Anderson just basically looks phenomenal and, and saved him from from getting any damage onto his uh, line. But no, I think it would be it would be Thompson. Yeah. So you, you don't think it would be one of those reserve outfield spots with Meadows coming back? You think no. they would keep Margot no. on the roster or whoever? They have that too many is. pitchers. Okay, I see that. Yeah, I I, just, I really hope that they they keep it at thirty men roster i I I hope the raise for sure i hope they keep it at 30 um they have what 24 more hours until they have to make a decision right because thursday's the day so which means that mlb is going to make a decision like an hour before (laughs) all right we'll keep it at 30 here's your yeah here's your olive branch guys um by the way so when the rays called up austin meadows they sent down trevor richards did you agree with that move no. Mm. Who would you have no. rather seen be sent down in that case? Probably Kit. Again, okay. I just I just don't. You do not I like Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Uh, Paul Giamatti good. can go sideways. Um, I don't know, man. It's just I feel like Kittrich is now the Austin Pruitt. We've seen enough. Yeah. Like we've had him on the roster for such a long time, and he's produced the same amount of production. Like, we know what to expect. Right. I get it. It was nice. Let's move on. It's a Matt Andrees situation. Yeah. Nice. And Matt Andrees was way better than these two guys, Pruitt and and um, Kittredge. But you know what I'm saying? It's just, yes. like, you know what to expect. And I'm done with it. Yeah. I, I do get the Rays' perspective of, like, T. Rich, let's remember, he's allowed six runs and ten hits over five and a third innings this season. And he's been very hittable. I mean, those stats say it. And he doesn't have, like, he's not overpowering. And he doesn't really have a true out pitch. He's just there to, okay, let's let's hope we can get two or three out of Trevor Richards and hold your breath that he doesn't give up three, four hits in a row. Um, Because his fast, like, none of his pitches, like, really totally impress me. Whereas Kittredge, I think what the Rays like about him and keep throwing him out there is he's got that 95 plus fastball and you're hoping that, okay, if we can just pinpoint it a little bit more in the breaking ball off of that, we might have something here. Like I feel like they think Kittredge is more of a moldable talent than Trevor Richards. I mean, quite frankly, between both those guys, I'd I'd like to see less of them than more of them at this point, (laughs) but I, I do get the raise, um, uh, I, I do get the Rays' decision making from that standpoint. Hey, w- whatever it is, I, I'd rather have Austin Meadows than Trevor Richards. Let me leave it at that. I think that's yeah, a, there you go. That's a there you go. If that's the trade that needed there. to happen, sure, make yes. make a lot of cuts. I would make a lot of cuts to get Austin Meadows back. There we go. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day, stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.